Hey, welcome to episode two. This is Nicole. I'm Carol. It's Saya. I'm Tiffany, and this is what keeps us together. Basically, the group chat in your head. Living rent free. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is going to be on weaponizing religion. Before we get into it, really, we want to kind of give it a definition so we can move on to um, what we have. So its weapon is a means of gaining an advantage or defending oneself in a conflict used for inflicting harm. Um, religion is a particular system of faith and worship. And so all in all, it's basically weaponizing religion can um, only happen if the fundamental teachings are pres presented as mandatory dogma, which must also be opposed on others. It's an opportunity for somebody to take their religious beliefs and use them to um, gain some type of advantage or even inflict some harm on either uh, themselves, somebody in a relationship with, or um, family members, however they want to use it, they're taking that religion and um, trying to gain some type of advantage with it. Yeah, so our cultural reference this week is Derek Jackson with no um, vowels. He recently, him and his wife, sat together <laughs> and um, released this very weird video. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to play a clip of it um, for you guys, and then we'll discuss what I've ever said over the last nine years or right here in this video, please get this. Nothing is right until it is right with God. Nothing works until it comes into alignment with biblical standard of how God told us to do things, especially when we're talking about a marital, spiritual, a spiritual covenant. Yes. You know, you cannot do this by your own understanding, your own intelligence, yeah. your own willpower, your own values. You have to have the grace of God uh, to break free from certain things, to stay away from certain things, uh, to not operate from your lowest self, whatever it may be. And it's because it's really only by God's grace that we're even able to be here on this video holding oh hands. Oh like a year ago, seven, eight months ago, even, I couldn't see this happening. I thought it was over and I already had begun establishing my relationship with God. But that's the fruit of bringing things in alignment with God. And the mess that's been made, the mess that's now being made public from last year and you know years past, that's a result of getting out of alignment with doing things God's way. Okay. All right. All right. So this would be all good, Jesus, um, what he's saying. However, he was recently out. Okay, so Derek Jackson, let's back up really quickly, is a self-proclaimed relationship expert, I self would say. Self, keyword is yeah, self. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't as familiar with him until this whole scandal came about, but... You need to put relationship in quotation, too. Yeah, <laughs> so he is, a, like, again, a self-proclaimed relationship expert. He gives advice on how... I guess like women should be acting, how men should be treating their women. I think he has some, his one of his catchphrases like fix your crown or something along those lines, whatever. He was caught cheating on his wife recently and that's why they are sitting here. Caught slash outed himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, she, I guess a blogger threatened to out him and they are sitting together Hands clenched, um, very tight. Wasn't clenched. He gripped. Had her yoked up, cuffed. Okay, so they're talking together about addressing the situation that's at hand. Um, so, personally, where I find issue in this is when we're using God as a reason to stay with ain't ish men. <laughs> Or women. Or, or women, women, spouses, whoever, whatever you choose to be with, 
that is where I find problems. But he, I think the issue not only is that, is that he took a great point. I'm not right. going to take away the fact that his right. point was on. I mean, he just, he hit the nail on the head with that one. As far as with, with regards to, yes, religion, your relationship with God should be in alignment so that you are doing what he has asked you to do Correct. and the way in which he has asked you to do it. If you step out, then there's going to be some, right. He was, he might as well, you might as well pass the collection plate mm-hmm. if you only listen to that piece. Right. And only that, that part. Only that part. And that's the part I think that really made me upset. Cause it was like, I can see how easily somebody would forget what is happening in the moment and be like, Oh, that brother just preached right there. That's it. That's it. He knows and he has repented. You're adding. No, we don't know that he knows and he has repented and that he has spent any time with God. He is saying the right things. We don't know if anything. Right. Is if that, your actions happening. line right. up with what you're saying. And that's my problem with when this happens is that sometimes people use their sudden newfound and newly rekindled relationship with God as a means to avoid accountability Mm -hmm. and that's what i feel like we're seeing in this situation is that it is very much like oh but i'm back on par with god and so i've refound the light and now i am faithful and forget (laughs) all the other women i didn't dove into before that like girl you need to stay with me because i made a mistake the devil was busy yes but now he's gone it is not always the devil That is, oh, that bothers me so, so much. I, I'm almost triggered by it because it's why? <laughs> because I don't understand how you can make a conscious decision to do something mm-hmm. and then pull other people into it, mm-hmm. but then say, I'm, I'm right. <laughs> that I'm now right with the Lord and, and there's been forgiveness. And that's one thing if you decide to do that in your relationship, if if y'all go through something because every relationship does and then y'all decide to rekindle, that's y'all's personal business. Mm-hmm. But I'm not always going to say or nobody should always say it's because of God and his greatness that he done brought us back together again. <laughs> no, that's it's probably because you love that person. But it still don't excuse this foolishness that we see right. on the screen. Yeah. And I think it's especially highlighted when it's not even like he'd been doing wrong for a long time, came to like realize the error of his situations. ways. Someone had to threaten to out him for him to come out. And now he right. found God. So it's not even like my relationship with God grew and I realized that this was wrong and I realized I needed to be honest about it. It's mm-hmm. like someone threatened to ruin my life. <laughs> so then, I'm now I have to get it. ahead of it. That's right. what that is. I'm getting ahead of it. So then that way I can still try to make whatever money I thought I was making and or trying to make, but you're, you're monopolizing on it and that's not cool. Yeah. I think what bothers me about it too is just like when people are like, oh, I need me a ride or die. Like it's like women have to endure mm-hmm. this long set of like I'm more tired of that phrase than of the stuff. strong black woman yeah, phrase. Yeah, like we gotta endure so much stuff just to well, ex- I gotta die. for love. And it's right. just it, it don't have to be that way. And that's what makes me so mad. Like, or even like, oh, um, our grandparents, like they didn't let anything get in the way of their marriage. And that's cool for them if they want to stay with this nigga that was cheating on them and lying all the time. Like, I, I personally don't want, right, and don't don't want to have that type of relationship. Right. And I'm not gonna stay with someone just because the church tells me that I shouldn't get divorced because that's bad, or I need to stick it out for my family like no i also i find a great degree of fault with 
I feel like all these conversations always end up falling on the woman's shoulders yes. of like Us. having to deal with the wrongdoings of the man in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we're faced with the decision of whether we want to follow God, quote unquote, or whether we want to do what's best for our own interests. But no one asked them, like, what, did you talk to him about that before he stepped out? Yeah. Or mm. like what? Or why are we dealing with the only the fallout? But he actually initiated the actions that created this dilemma in the first place. Mm. Yeah. And I also want to say really quickly, like, I'm OK with someone Possibly being unfaithful, recognizing the error of their ways. As a couple, Usually. you guys deciding that we're going to put the past in the past and we're going to move forward. And your actions from that point forward prove that you've learned from what happened yep. and you're ready to change your life. Like that, there's nothing wrong with staying. The problem is when you have a habitual cheater or a liar or whatever. A narcissist. A nar- yes. And they're <laughs> using religion Chris. as an excuse for why you guys should stay together. I think that is like the fundamental issue of what's going on. hundred percent. No, I, I also, I agree with that. I think that me also, I want to first of all say I am not married. So um, I am not going to presume anything about anybody's marriage, but back to what Carol was saying in the first place, regardless of any of that, if you are making, taking the actions to do what is necessary to, um, rebuild your relationship with God, rebuild your relationship with the person that you're with. All of that is fine and dandy, but that is the right way in which to handle it. It should, there should be some action. Mm -hmm. And I also want to add to that, that what I also find interesting about individuals, be it, um, uh, mainly public figures, I will say. So, uh, preachers, um, um, anybody in the limelight that has either cheated, John Gray. Right. <laughs> oh, Chris from Married to First Sight. The, the, the thing that you also have to recognize, and I think that if you're really saying that you are, you are, your relationship with God has grown in that moment, then we should see some at some point another part of your life kind of slowing down so that you can give all your all back to God. And we don't see happening with a lot of these individuals is if there's a money-making machine behind these people, they're... Derek, it probably was social media. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, it would be a, a couple movies or comedy. Um, John Gray would be him preaching on, at least every Sunday, right? Um, there's some monetary thing behind them that doesn't allow them to kind of take a step back and spend the necessary time it is mm-hmm. to build, rebuild that relationship. You don't ever see that. What yeah. you see happening is... The corporate you know, apology. Yeah, the, the public apology. And sure, maybe they're doing some counseling on the side. But to me, you have to kind of, and this may be how I do it, maybe two people do it differently, but I often feel like the best time to be able to hear God is when you have taken everything out, out of the way and mm-hmm. moved everything out of the way so that you can spend that, that personal time with him to realign and be, build it strong and then come back into some things. Because I think that what ends up happening in those situa- these situations that we're seeing, whether or not they've actually been doing the work or not, they're getting pulled in all these other different directions. And now you can't tell me that you're allowed to really have a relationship, the relationship you really need going forward for that marriage especially, but yet alone the relationship with God. Reverse. For the relationship with God alone, but yet alone the relationship. Mm-hmm. What, you spent a couple of times in some therapy and you did a couple of prayers in the midst of, Traveling and doing no, that and writing work. a book apparently yeah too. like that's, <laughs> that that he put in his shameless plug and then they were yeah. like, shameless like, there should I looked on his timeline there was plug. there were no there was no gaps <laughs> he didn't have a time period where he sat out and didn't do anything 
You know, even mm. if it's just, you know. I mean, I feel like that is tough because, like, I feel like via the perception of so- social media, like, we feel like people are perpetually accessible when it can take 30 seconds to make a video and then you have the other 23 hours and 59 minutes of your day to be with God if that's what you want to do. So I feel like that gets a little bit tough depending on what people need. But I, I do think that there is like this terrible out quote unquote crossroads, I guess, like where people who are in the middle of like a money making machine that clearly just want to get past the blowback so that they can continue making money. And that's what we're seeing. And like what people need to do to like have a great relationship with God or to better their relationship with God. Like I'm no person to like say what that is or isn't for anybody, but I definitely think that there is like a time to preach and a time to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like mm-hmm. after you get out for having multiple mistresses and cheating on your wife is not the time that you need to be making videos about relationships. Well, it's also because he in the video was like, oh, this happened eight to nine months ago. But then the mistress came out and was like, oh, that video he posted two weeks ago was outside of my house. So it's also like, Good but at, at the same time, like we know like batch creation for social media. Yeah. Like he could have rec- recorded that video months ago but he just now put it out because it was timely or whatever but it makes it seem like you were just at her house your side piece in, in your car right and you, but you're talking about you haven't cheated on your wife in nine months so it seems like you cheated on her yesterday um so i think that's where i think for sire you're like take, take some time so for us it's like oh it is because the, the accusation comes out and then you put out a public apology the next day. But we don't know the timing of right. when you cheated, when your wife found out, when you guys work through it. And now it's new to us. But he's well, making it seem like it's old to them. Even yeah. even if it's old, the timeline has nothing to do with anybody. Right. Because it's a public perception thing that Next. that is you're letting people in. Why? Because you are a public figure, so to speak. The challenge is, is the content of what you did and how you are using your words uh, about religion and how more or less like how we need to stay together because it's a marriage and we took vows and this, that and the third and and using that against the situation. Right. But only one of us is upholding our vows. Right. <laughs> and the vows are only valid when you want me to stay with you, but not when you don't want to commit adultery. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like also, so we're also avid um, Married at First Sight watchers. Avid. Mm. Um, And so this new season in Hotlanta has a couple. um, Spicy Atlanta. Chris and Paige, where Chris um, signed up for the show, um, had. Halfway married anyway. Yeah. Unprotected. Horizontal polka (laughs) with his ex fiance. um, Got her pregnant. Got married to Paige, who is not the one that's pregnant, <laughs> and then told um, his new wife that he had a baby on the way on the show. But the whole time he's on the show, they're both like, oh, the Lord bought us together and I need to be a submissive wife. And blah, While blah, he's blah. also telling her how, how unattractive she is. Yes, mind and you. how she like needs to stay with him because the Lord bought them together and they were destined to be together and My favorite line of hers. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna say my favorite line of hers is her saying that 
you know, he wouldn't bring me into anything that I couldn't handle. Right. But I also know that he does work in red flags. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he threw a couple of them joints up before you flag even... Flag on the plane. Right, okay. Nope, that she said that right after she found out on her honeymoon that homeboy had a baby on the way. On the way. <laughs> also, wasn't attracted to her, but was having unprotected sex with her Two on the regular. <laughs> right. But, but you're not attracted though, right? Yeah. And then feel disrespected that she spoke about it. <laughs> confront him about what he said. That's also, I think I have a problem with the women too that are like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not going to leave him because yeah, he made a mistake, but you know, he's a godly man. And no. like, that's also where I, I find issue too is women that are like, it's almost like they feel like they need to stay just because or... I don't know. Like I have a I have a real problem with staying just for the sake of staying and you're not happy in your relationship. To me, that's dumb. Are we ready to talk about the intersectionality of um, religion and the patriarchy? Because I feel like Ooh. that's exactly where Ooh. this lives. Yeah, it Ooh. is okay. very much. So the need to have a provider be married because it's still a societal like level that women ascend to. They feel like they are not lesser than if they're single, but they need to be married in order to like reach a certain level or mm -hmm. that's how they're perceived, all these things. And it is not true, A. Yeah, like marriage but, is a goal. Yeah. And it doesn't really make sense, especially in the society where it's still frowned upon to propose to a man. Mm -hmm. So like at all times, whether we're in a healthy relationship, shitty relationship, we're single, whatever, we're always waiting for someone mm -hmm. else to decide that they want mm -hmm. to marry us. Right. So like it makes us feel like we need to be worthy of being asked this question when you can live your whole life and be a great person, be marriage material, be everything that you think you need to be to check the boxes of being a wife. Mm -hmm. And if you don't meet the man that is has been sent to you by God or is your one or is your soulmate or however you perceive how you ch like say yes to a husband, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's what makes it so difficult. Like th that aspect is not like when you're still dating and you're like thirties, your forties and people are like, Oh, why are you still single? Or why aren't you aren't, aren't married yet? It's because I haven't, my husband, I haven't seen him. Right. <laughs> I haven't found him. I haven't met him. <laughs> I haven't been able to say yes to that question. <laughs> like, or when people are just not simply okay, if you are in a relationship and maybe you just don't want to get married. That part too. Yeah. Yeah. Or when we've also learned like some people just aren't, like it's not in their cards to get married. Like right. not everyone is going to get married. Like, we know that we all have like that one person like that we know is a great person, but marriage just wasn't in the cards for them. So they're just less than because they didn't get married. Right. That's meanwhile, know. there are all these people who think that they are where they're supposed to be societally married and mm. unhappy, Miserable. dealing with a person that does not respect them, does not love them, does not is not faithful to them, is not being the provider that the husband is supposed to be in this archaic mentality. And yet they but, decided to stay with that rather than be single because they think that that is the wrong choice. But we progressive, though. <laughs> right. It's 2021, though. Right. <laughs> Still doing the same problems. Just look a little different. So did you guys aspire to be married? Like, is that was that one of your goals? Or is it one of your goals? I know for me personally, it's something that I would like to do. But I'm becoming, I'm getting into a space where if I don't, my it's not going to make or break me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not... It's not a goal, if I should say that. I would like to be married and have a family, 
But if that's not the move, then that's not the move. And I, I truly believe I'm going to be content with that. Mm-hmm. But that's just me personally. Yeah. I think for me, I'm engaged, y'all. Um, <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I feel like I have to preface that. I don't know. Um, we can edit it out if not. Um, <laughs> um, it was always a goal for me to be like the same way that some people know that they want to be moms. Like I always knew that I wanted to be married, but not like from the standpoint of like, I want to be in a, like be able to check that box when I'm doing the census or like doing my taxes. Like not from that standpoint, but from like, I always wanted, I'm love driven. So -hmm. for me, like I wanted to meet my husband, my best friend, that person that is me in another form. Like I always wanted to have that connection with another person Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to feel insecure or scared that it was going to dissolve or go away or that they were just going to leave at any time. And I, I haven't felt that way for you. Like I, like whether or not we get married or not, like I feel like I meant that in Patrick. Like I felt like that. I don't know. I should have said his name. Does it matter? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, babe. Um, I felt like that like a couple of years ago at this point, you know what I mean? So like, it's, I still feel like if, even if we didn't make it to the altar, like I would feel like I found that and that is what I wanted to find. Um, but not like, like I need to be married, like not as like a checkpoint on like, uh, I want to be an attorney. I want to have a career. I want to be married. Like not Mm -hmm. from that standpoint, simply from like the finding my counterpart Mm -hmm. standpoint. Mm -hmm. What about you, Saya? Uh, yes. Um, I've often thought about it ever since I was little. It's funny. Tiffany was talking about the, the baby thing. And I knew for a fact a long time ago, I was never going to have kids myself, like adoption or maybe, but knowing that I was helping people's kids like that, Mm. Didn't I don't know what exactly what that looks like, but yes, uh, the wedding thing. I was just thinking though, as y'all were talking, I don't know if that's because of me wanting it or if that's what I've always known and seen. Like I feel like, like I want. That's a good point. Yeah, but I was just thinking about that because I was like, I know that my parents were, but I also know that I, f- I know for myself that I want to feel a love I know I cannot have on my own in the way that. You know, where you have the physical and everything all together. That to me has always been something tangible. So mm-hmm. for me, that does. But I was thinking about it and I was, I had in my mind, I'm sure people have done this, thinking about what that looks like when you get married, how many kids you have, all that type of stuff. And without even thinking about it, that stuff has gone like, has moved away. It was weird when I reached the point where I, I remembered being like, oh, by 30. And I'm like, at 30. No, like I, I couldn't even, I don't I know that was when I was a kid. So I'm like, oh, when did that dissolve? Because I know for mm-hmm. a fact it wasn't when I hit 30, but it was like, mm-hmm, this don't, this don't seem like that's going to work mm-hmm. for me because yeah. I have all these other things that I want to do too. So that changed, but for sure the marriage part. What about you? Did you? Um, I was okay. Like, yes, I wanted to be married, but it was, it wasn't like a devastating thing if I didn't get married. Like I've always wanted to be a mom, but I didn't really necessarily care about being, okay. Also I'm married. So, and I'm very happy with my husband. Let me just say that. (laughs) Um, I'm very happy. I am very happy with him, but I'm also like being married was never like a, 
I have to be married. Mm -hmm. If I never got married, I wouldn't be devastated. If I never became a mom, that would devastate me. But I also felt like there's multiple ways to become a mom and it doesn't necessarily have to include a husband. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, so, but luck, I mean, God blessed me with a husband and a son. So like, I'm very happy about that. But at the same time, I've also never felt like I needed to be in a relationship. Like it's not a necessity. I've also, I remember years ago we had a heated discussion about like need and versus want, mm -hmm. like people being like, oh, I need a man or I need a wife. I need my spouse, whatever. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I need him. Like, do I want him? And do I enjoy him being around? Yes. Right. Do I need him? Like, is it going to be, I will die if he's not there. Sorry, babe. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just like, and I mean, I think I still struggle with that, which is why I'm just like, I mean, which is why I kind of know I don't always empathize when women are like doing the most to keep a man that is not respecting them in the same manner that they're respecting them. Um, or like how, again, like I said earlier, like our grandparents stayed literally through thick and thin and through everything. And for me, and I get that it's a different time, like women... It was a, it's a different time. So they might not have had the same resources or they couldn't work. They couldn't work or multiple children at home where it just didn't really make sense or for whatever reason, or maybe they actually did love them. I don't know. Like for whatever reason, they decided to stay. I just know for me, I'm right now, I can't see myself staying for the sake of staying. Mm -hmm. And there's so many outside factors happening where we're not happy. We're both not committing to the vows that we took in front of God, but we're also using God as the reason why we're staying. Like to me, mm -hmm. it's, just, it's really crazy. Um, but okay, again, I love you, babe. You're amazing. Um, okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I definitely agree with you. I think that the the first time that you I heard you say that like I I know I want to be a mom, but I don't care if I get married. I was like, wow, <laughs> like that is not what I expected. But right. I also respected it. Like I think that that is, um, I don't want to say cool, but cool in a way. You know what I mean? I think that personally, I always found strength in making sure that I didn't need a man that I could always like survive and live as a single woman, if that is, was the path that God had for me, you know what I mean? Like I think, and I think that it's so much more powerful to be able to be in a relationship and be happy and it not be because you can't afford life on your own or you have no other resources or you can't be by yourself. So you're, you have to stay in this to maintain your quality of life, regardless of the situation, whether you're being respected, whether you're being loved, how you need to be or not. And I think that that is problematic. So mm -hmm. I just never wanted to be in that situation. Yeah. I don't know. This even going back, going back to what you said about tweeting want and need. That was for me always. Even when dating, it was like I don't ever want to be in that tiff point. I don't ever want to be in the point where I need anybody, and I never wanted anybody to be in a relationship with me. Feel like they needed me. Like that would be how this is not gonna work. Because when there's gonna be a moment when I'm gonna need you, and you over here still trying to get from me, and I think that's another thing that. I don't know. When you're speaking about God, you got to recognize that that's what it's supposed to be like when you're in a relationship. And to me, I under I do understand nobody is perfect. So mm -hmm. making mistakes is an okay thing. But I think to then take the mistake and not recognize where there's that need for some growth, where there's a need for um, 
admitting that there's going to be some time you need some time to to get back to that space where you're loving the person and wanting to take care of the person that you married and i know that i'm not married so i know every day i can i cannot imagine every day being great but you have to I th- it's not right so i can only <laughs> imagine that you have to come to a point of saying all right i don't like i don't i love this person but i don't like this person in this in this moment but am i willing to do what is necessary to make sure that they're good because that's yeah. what you're going i believe that's what you're going into a marriage for right you should be going to the marriage recognizing hey i want to make sure this person is good as much as I am good and vice. And I hope that they want the same for me. Right. And I don't, and you know, if you get into the point that you're sleeping with other people, multiple, especially, but if it is just saying even one other person, I'm not saying that you can't love somebody else, but you enter to, into a marriage saying these things. If you're on your way to somebody else's house, you know, right then and there, that's not, you're not honoring that decision y'all made when you took your vows. I believe. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, I'm not married. And I also feel like marriage is not, so I'm also a person that's okay with like alternative types of relationships and marriages. So for me, it doesn't have to be a man and a woman okay. kind of situ- alone, a situation. Mm-hmm. Like I know someone that is in an ethical, non-monogamous relationship for with him and his wife and it works for their marriage. So for me, like if it's also about being honest with yourself and with your spouse. So if you decide that, for whatever reason, you no longer feel that this one person, because also is really, sorry, I'm segueing a little bit, but it's also really hard to assume that one person can be everything for you for mm. the rest of your life. Mm. So as you grow through different phases in your life and things that happen, like you're expecting your spouse to be the, this, this provider the support system this love but they also have to be a mom or a a dad and you also want them to be your best friend and you also want like so you're expecting them to wear a lot of hats so for whatever reason if you feel like which is a lot of pressure yeah so at some point if you feel like as one person i can't provide everything that you need and you as a unit decide to do something else to fulfill all these needs i personally don't feel like that is not okay. The problem is two being honest mm. with it. Oh God, I don't know what you're about to ask. <laughs> not anything flagrant. Okay. Did they decide, did they make that decision for their marriage before they got married or after? After. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting that they're both on the same page. Yeah, I think it was um, prompted by one party over the other. Mm. But both are comfortable. But now bo- they're both comfortable with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is hard too. Is If like someone wants it and then the other like says yes to like make their marriage like work and then they find that it's like unsustainable. That would be my fear. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's, and I, I feel like this is really hard as a married person. <laughs> then like, I feel like it's also okay to let it go. Like if you decide that, marriage is no longer for you or it's no longer serving you both to me it's okay to be like this isn't working like i don't understand you mean this. to get divorced or yeah. to like or whatever like oh, if you okay, decide okay. that you can't make it work together you guys have exhausted everything to try and make it work as a unit and you decide this is no longer working as a unit to me it's okay to let that unit dissolve and there's many reasons why we why people get into the relationship. Could be very well that you went in with as Paige, going back to Paige, with one set of intentions, yeah. and you enter into a relationship with somebody who 
has no desire to even want. I mean, yeah, there's no way they, they could have. If he had not asked for it, it would have been asinine in the first place. But yeah. I'm, but having asked for that divorce, he even recognized he's not. He was not going to put any more work in. And I think that you have to recognize you. You may think you are with an equally yoked person, but shoot, a lot of people are out here faking the funk. Mm-hmm. to either rubber hits road or something else. I think it also falls into one, your definition of a marriage or relationship. And it also ties into each person is going to grow in each situation. Right. And if, if you're growing, mm-hmm. then if you're not growing together, then to Carol's point, if you grow apart, then sometimes you have to be okay with saying, okay, this is not working Mm -hmm. however if you are growing and you would like to stay together then you have to be okay with doing that but i think to talk up to go back to weaponizing god in the relationship is using that as a sole foundation of Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. like that shouldn't be your why yes god is a foundation for oftentimes in a relationship or marriage but that if also believe that God gives you the desires of your heart. And if the desires of your heart are not in this situation, then, you know, that's real. Yeah. You know, I also feel like that I'm not a married person, but been in a committed relationship for an extended period of time. Common law it, for sure. Yes. <laughs> it's not common law. Uh, <laughs> but but to, to, to say that it's work. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's yes. Again, God is a foundation, but it's work to be with someone and you have to be OK with liking the loving the things that you don't like about a person sometimes. Here's yeah. my follow up question, though, is that when Carol described this, she described it as a relationship where. In a marriage, you expect your spouse to be. Eight, seven, six, twelve hats. Like, however many things they need to be to make your marriage work. But, like, I've only seen open marriages where it's sexual with other Mm -hmm. people. Mm. But what if, like, you're... I was about to say something wild. Say it. <laughs> Never mind. No. Nope. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. All right. What if you getting dicked down by your man, but he ain't paying bills? So then you just got a sugar daddy that Ooh. don't want to do nothing but shop. Ooh. I've never wow. seen a relationship like that. How does that work for the male husband's ego? How's like it going? How does it work? Seem like you need to marry the sugar daddy and call your man for the other situation. I mean, I just have only seen open marriages work if it's like a sexual need yeah. outside of the marriage. And I, I don't know, maybe that's why I'm like, I kind of side eye them. Cause to me, it, I mean, you just want your marriages work out like whatever works for you. Like I always, not always, but since I found this thing, say there is a lid for your pot. So like, regardless of like what you think the masses want, what the masses need, like what you need to be, what you need to look like, however you going to look, there is someone out there that loves you. And hopefully it's the person that is for you. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like if they're, if you're open to outside relationships, outside your marriage, does it only have to be sexual? No. So do you guys watch like other shows like on polyamory yes. and all that stuff? So a lot of times I do say sometimes I do or okay, probably like maybe 70% of those relationships do feel like 
the other person wants to have sex with multiple people and this is like an excuse for yeah. them to. But other people, I legitimately feel like they want a connection, a different type of connection than they are experiencing with their spouse. And I find that, at least from what I've seen, it's um, like a woman or a man that is sometimes they might be into both, like they might be bisexual or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they're, that other person is fulfilling a need that that one gender might not be able to fulfill. But it's not just sexual. It could be an emotional tie as well. Yeah. But again, I feel like I'm not it's polyamorous, not so I don't really know. Opposite gender either. But yeah, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. What do you mean? I feel like a lot of times the guys that are in polyamorous relationships are just in relationships with multiple women. Oh, yeah, but I've also seen women that are married to a man that also want to have a relationship with a woman. No, me too. Okay. I'm just saying that the other kind of connection reasoning doesn't really work in that in, in that same way, in that same way. For the man versus for the yeah. woman. Right, but I mean, emotionally it works. But like I just mean like physically, it's not, that's not the reason why you want multiple. <laughs> But it could be like because emotionally she brings something different to the table, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just always feel like. But I mean, I'm rude, so maybe that's just why I feel like that. But like, I just I, I mean, I understand that you can have different relationships with people. I don't think that you in different connections with people. I I don't think that that requires a sexual relationship with all those people in order to Agreed. glean a better emotional connection or a varying emotional connection. But I mean, that depends on the definition of cheating, too. But okay, so do you feel like you can't be in love with more than one person at one time? This is a tricky question. (laughs) (laughs) Only because in past relationships, I've cheated. And I thought that I was in love with, I hate you. (laughs) I, I thought that I was in love with person B and person A. But in my relationship with my husband, which I would argue is like the, Sorry, my fiance. I hate myself. Um, and which I would argue is like the first time I experienced the love I always looked for, which mm. to me is more whole. Mm-hmm. I haven't cheated, so I can't say that I have felt like I've been in love with someone else in the sense of where I'm getting all of my needs met, which is a form of love to me. Yeah. But. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I'm well, in definitions of love, I don't know if I would include I would include it being the physical, but I do think that it's important. I'm not saying that it isn't, but I just Oh, that's not Oh God, that sounds so gauche now that, that that's not what I meant in oh. terms of getting all my needs met. That is not what I meant. That sounds so bad. Oh my God, that is not what I meant. <laughs> I mean they are though. So thanks. I don't I'm we this gotta do something with this. It. <laughs> that was mortifying. That's not what I meant. I didn't only mean in bed. <laughs> oh okay. So, so it's then, so, so then, no. So, in regards to cheating, let's talk. Let's talk about that by itself, right? Okay. I genuinely believe, even though it's like we always say, "What's good for the goose is good for the gander." Women sometimes cheat for different reasons than men. Like outside of bedroom activity, mm-hmm. most I my personal opinion is that some women cheat because of emotional situation because they're not getting that emotional 
connection or whatever from the person that they love. Most men cheat because they being greedy because they like, I get this and I get it all the time. So instead of me going to Burger King every day, I want to go get this McDouble over here because it's right there. It's convenient. And, and now they want to try something different. Whereas women, they don't do that. They either cheating, like I said, for emotional reasons or on some get back type stuff. Like you did it to me. So now I'm finna Mm -hmm. do it to you. Mm -hmm. So I, to Tiff's point about not having all your needs met, women's needs are more so emotional. They are the nurturing, the romance, the things like that, where men are like, okay, as long as you're cooking me a good meal and you give me what I need, it's like caveman style. Like they, they, their needs are so basic for the most part. We really reduced this. <laughs> it's no good, baby. It's no good. <laughs> either way, either way, the the act of cheating is there needs to be a conversation had. And I've always been the type of person that if if you're gonna cheat, tell me you're gonna cheat because that means something is not right. Something's not right. So, like, you want to know that something is wrong in their relationship that you feel an urge to cheat before you cheat. Right. Is what you're saying. And don't mm-hmm. cheat. Correct. Yes. With the effort of don't cheating. Like, oh, okay. if, yeah. if there's something wrong and yeah. you feel like there's an urge, like there's an urge coming from somewhere because something is wrong. If if you have a desire with that person and you love and care about that person, try to see if you can if you want to try to fix it, then fix it before you do the act. Yeah. Everybody ain't ready for that conversation. I hear you. That's how it should be. Right. I do feel like a lot of people don't have that conversation because their spouse probably isn't ready to hear. I'm not happy. I'm, I feel this urge to step out. And they also know that things are going to change even if they don't do Mm -hmm. anything. I mean, I think as much as we try to act like knowledge, our knowledge is going to make it so our relationship is better. It may not, be initially it could be this whole thing of like well, you want to do something else i'm not good enough so that uh, but that's yeah, okay that's too a, but, like that's what the give me the, the power of choice is what's important right i'm not saying that it isn't I'm but maybe saying. some people do it regularly like Derek jackson because he knows someone like his wife is going to fight his battles for him and get on uh, a video with her, her army bonnet? camo with her bonnet of salvation her helmet of salvation aka silk bonnet that you can get at walmart she, target and anywhere else no, where the bonnet is sold. not a bonnet it's a hat it's a hat <laughs> whatever um maybe they do it because they know Imagine they're gonna have that person you and that being the point that you stick it to with the audience <laughs> Also, imagine your man cheating on you, making you get on a live video on social media. And for me personally, looking like that, I would have been dressed down finding my next husband. Like, <laughs> what you want? I'm going to use your followers to get me right, a new man. You know, I wouldn't have even been on live with you on Instagram. I'd have been on live on my own channel doing thirst traps because let me tell you what we're not going to do. Hello. <laughs> but even she was like how she didn't care about people attacking her appearance because one she's not a social media person which is why i'm assuming 
she's never been in any of his videos. Or a lot of people were saying they had never seen his wife until they had never known he was married. Because I did, yeah. yeah, until like he posted maybe like a throwback of like their wedding day or something. And that was after, like almost right after he got must have got caught. Yeah, and ago. I think she, but even her listening to back to Nicole's point, like listening to her videos, if to me it felt at first I was like, oh, okay, like she. She's explaining, but like now I'm like, this kind of, you are not making any points. Like, At you're all. Not, Neither one of them did. You're not mm-hmm. being, like, nothing you're saying makes sense to me, sis. And you sound like you just need to, you and him need to go to counseling individually and then together to figure out what is going on. Because I don't know I'm gonna what tell you y'all what she are did. saying. What she did was she pulled out her notebook from Bible study. Come on. That's exactly <laughs> and she read every note that she had written down. Never. And then tried to put it in context, tried, keyword is tried, to put it in context to how, why her husband cheated. And now she's staying with him. I, I literally sat through that whole entire thing and was like, I, wait, where's the beginning? Where is the middle and where is the end? I can't end? connect I, point A and point B. At all. I, I guess, and sorry, last one thing that I that irritated me about it too is just like, if I decided, my husband and I have decided to work through this infidelity. If we've decided that, I I don't understand why there is a need to then go on social media to convince y'all why we decided to stay together. Right. Like, just do, like, do y'all, and I understand that he is, his whole brand is relationships. So I feel like he probably felt he had to to maintain his brand. That's fine. But, multiple like her posting multiple videos like is unnecessary if you really feel confident in your relationship and your decision to stay together that is well even outside of that put most putting up multiple videos and if someone was going through that if if i was an onlooker and i said well or if there's a couple watching right and they're like well maybe we can learn there's nothing that either one of them spoke about that's going to help them learn as to what to do. Yeah. Nothing. And even in, I'm going to pull a throwback. Mm, pull it. Tina Campbell and her husband. <laughs> I just want to say Tina Turner. No, <laughs> like, no. What? Tina Campbell and her husband. <laughs> people who, who, you know, they, she part of Mary Mary and she sings the gospel mm-hmm. and her husband plays the instruments. Mm-hmm. But I do, the one thing I do remember is how she went smack in on his car. <laughs> shot it oh. up. Shot the car up. No, granted, he was not in it. So let's, <laughs> he was not in it. <laughs> but they went on a tour afterwards talking about how they were going to work on their relationship. They made an album together because they were <laughs> trusting that the that the Lord was going to pull them through. So on and that, but on the flip side, I'm like, I see your raw emotion. And at the end of the day, I know you at the house wearing his tail out, <laughs> wearing his tail out. And and maybe because I didn't watch any of the things or listen to any of the songs, they they are working through it. But in comparison to what this thing is with Derek Jackson and his wife, how y'all on on screen, like I said, reading y'all Bible study notes, that's not helping nobody. But I don't what know is your if, purpose? Yeah, but I don't know if it's too much different because so they so Mary Mary had a show on what, like We TV mm-hmm. or something. And that whole situation played out on their reality show, right? right? And then they went on like, I don't know, like a Medea play <laughs> tour type situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and so like maybe which feels very similar to what Derek Jackson and, and his wife that's is what doing. I was say. So like I don't know if like the publicity part is that far off. Maybe people felt like how 
Erica and oh Tina. boy, I don't Tina. Tina. Okay, mm-hmm. T- Mary and her husband. <laughs> Um, maybe felt more connected to how they decided to reconcile. I don't know. But to me, it just feels like... It was all publicity. Yeah, it just feels like this is nobody's, like... I don't... To me, it's weird to try and capitalize off of that when you should just be focusing on your relationship. Right. If that's what you decide to... If you decide that I want to stay with this man or woman... Let's just focus on that. Right. All this extra stuff that you're doing for the general public Isn't is unnecessary. unnecessary. That makes that, it seem more in the very beginning. Like I think that that's just it. Show that you're doing that. Yeah. And to me, that does not mean that you're. Even if you have a few left in the background, you're still not taking any. You're not saying, okay, look, I just need to. We need to take care of this. We don't need to to buy or to sell or to promote or do anything. We need to take a break. We need to take a break. Because at the end of the day, that relationship is was is going to suffer if you play like things are the same as they were the day before. And I think that that's really my point. Like if you're really taking some time away, even if you have them scheduled, at some point you really need to to be showing proven that you put in the work. Yeah. Right. It's not going to be in a book. It begs the question though for people that are are like socially facing, socially forward on social media. Like what is the right way to handle that and feeling like you're being transparent? Like if someone outs you, like if TMZ comes out with your receipts before you do, mm. like, are you then a fraud or are, cause any other way mm. before requiring to tell the story, it looks like you're being advantageous for the story. Right. Which I mean, it can definitely be both, but like it, Definitely begs that question in this day and age where if someone outs your news before you do it. Well, the struggle is, is that you're a public figure, period. Yeah. So people view you differently. You're not allowed to be human. You're right. not allowed to make mistakes and all these other things. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's all in the limelight. So it's either one, you better have several aliases and don't get caught. <laughs> Speaking of the screens, what are the other do you have? What are the other tips? What apps do I use? Tell me how to what get a picture on Instagram. Does vanish my saying, messages. Bottom line: Don't get caught. Or okay, or don't cheat could also be bottom line. Or drive your drive. drive. Don't leave receipts. <laughs> okay. If you're going to cheat, don't leave receipts. Period. So I think also the problem with Derek... Not you with the bar. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Derek Jackson, no vowels, is that he also last... What? Okay, I don't even know what year we're in. Was this, 21? Yeah. So in t- I saw... I was deep diving onto his timeline and he did a video with um john gray and Aventer. i think her name is Aventer gray Mm -hmm. when that whole situation came out that he was you know um sowing his royal oats all over um the towns um but he was like um condemning him like i can't believe you're out here saying this and she's doing this and blah 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 whole time you're doing the exact same thing so and for him, I guess he felt like he needed to say something because he is in the relationship expertise field. Mm-hmm. So for like, so I guess he felt he needed to say something. Like to your point, Tiff, where he needed to say something to not come across as a fraud. But you are a you fraud. Still like it, it, the, you're a fraud the not the because day, of the timing, but because of what you. Yeah, do. you're a fraud. Like you're <laughs> out here telling people activity. how they should be acting in their relationships. Whole time you're cheating on your wife. Like. You are a fraud. Like, maybe you need to do something else. <laughs> Whereas, you like... take your own advice? Yeah, like, <laughs> bare advice? minimum, like, you could not be cheating on your wife. Although, I don't... Like you said, maybe they're into something a little extra. I don't really know. Um, 
the way she was describing secretions and whatnot. Uh, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> sorry. not the church lady faint. <laughs> sorry, okay. Okay. Hold on, for now. I didn't even describe it. She described it like she. Not secretions. More than I wanted to know. Let me tell you that much. I was like, I don't. What am I? Am I reading this correctly? Yeah. What is what the does problem this is say? that marriage should? I do. I think I do want to say I don't think marriage is something to be played with. I do yeah. take marriage very seriously. I take my marriage very seriously. I just don't understand why people feel like they need to put the dollar over their relationship, mm-hmm. and that is what it feels like. Derek Jackson, John Gray. Um, and all these other people are doing like they're putting their profession over their relationship, but they're right. also using God as like a scapegoat for where they're at now. Like, and that's yes. what, and that's what the problem is for me. We got to talk Kevin Samuels, I, not this pod. Cause, but next pod, we, it's oh. right in line. I'm sorry. We're going to have to do it. Cause it is this conversation times 10. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing too. We were, we're, you're working through patriarchy. We're working through, um, uh, but Bible beaters, I mm-hmm. guess um, yes. you're looking, you're working through a, all of those things to just women's image. Right. And then to get to the, and that's, I guess that's really why for me, if you're really taking the time, you're going to have, things have to change. Right. I'm not yeah. even saying how they got to change, but something's got to change. Right. Cause if, if not, if you're going along with your life as if everything is the same, first you're doing a disservice to God. Cause he's clearly doing some work in you. I don't yeah. think that any, I don't, I'm not saying that, um, I'm not trying to put him into the situation anymore. He said, he was like, you want to do that? That's fine. But I think that if you're talking about him really being in the relationship with y'all, that means that you are doing something that's different. And that's what I don't see. And I guess that that's what I say. You need to step away to be able to be, be able to be to that point. Mm -hmm. Something should change. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that I know what it is. I don't know Derek Jackson. I don't know if something has changed or hasn't changed with him or not. I doubt it because he was <laughs> laughing on the post saying how she looked crazy in her bonnet. Or talking um, about himself in third person yeah. in reaction videos. Yeah, that man yeah, needs yeah, to be yeah. in a straight jacket. I <laughs> doubt that he has, but <laughs> nonetheless, that is what should happen in any person, right? And I think that that's the lesson too for even the weaponizing of religion. What people want to do is they want to, they they want to hope they hope that you don't know the Bible one, so mm-hmm. that's why we need to for go yourself, right there. If yeah. you know for yourself, then it there's no no effect that's going to be had. But using the Bible in that way to basically say that you know he has been given forgiveness from God, and I'm not saying he didn't get that, but that don't okay. What are you doing with that forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's expecting something to have happened, to have shifted in you for there to be that change. So if you don't know the Bible, you won't know that. You'll assume, oh, he's read these pretty things and he said all these things. And I, if I don't know the Bible, then I'm going to take it for what it is and, and be like, okay, cool. Well, then that's all I need to do is say it. Right. Nothing else changes. Sounds and, good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. But we all know that that's not how God operates. So right. that's my, that's always been my issue. Religious leaders, relationship gurus, a celebrity. The way my God works, bottom line is, if he has caused something to come in into your life, he is expecting for you to change in mm. some way, shape, or form. Mm. Something should happen. And Period. I don't know if that's happening. No. But I also, do you guys know any relationship experts, quote unquote, outside of uh, Married at First Sight? Because I don't consider them experts anymore. They just, they're batting America's average. Um, <laughs> any relationship gurus that are women? 
Like, can you, any of the people that you follow on Instagram or have seen requoted or? Hmm. I don't follow quote unquote relationship experts to know. So I didn't follow Derek Jackson or Kevin Samuels, but I've heard both of their names. Steve Harvey, too. True. I think I've only seen like couples, like married couples that will give relationship advice. I don't know if they consider themselves relationship experts. Um, for the purpose of this conversation, I'm just right. defining experts as people who like give advice. take it ad- like, well, not just give advice because that could be anybody, but the people who like pay for their advice via whether it be like a book or consulting. Or, the only ones I know of are couples. I don't know yeah. a standalone woman. I think the closest person like Kira J on oh. Instagram. Yeah. And I guess but, Passport Cuddy too, kind of. Then Oh, I don't know who that person is. She does. They're same thing with like Kira okay. where they are like, they're both single, kind of like navigating single life. So I guess those two okay. would be, but I, they're not married. So I don't know if that matters. Well, neither is Kevin, right? So I guess it doesn't matter right. if you care yeah. if they're married or yeah. not. But they do give advice to women. Okay. Hmm. I was just, yeah, thinking about it. Yeah. I, would, I feel like I see it much less. Yeah, I, well, I follow those two particularly. So I think I see a lot more. Could it be that because as women, we we feel like we already know the women's opinion. We're looking for the men's perspective, which is why there's oftentimes a man in that role because they um, it's like a market. They control Mm -hmm. the market because women have their girlfriends to turn to for advice or some level of expertise. So it's like when they need the men's opinion instead of finding a male friend. Um, they're like, I hear Ooh. you. I don't but know. But are, are you know just because they don't give one way advice? They give advice to both men and women. Which See, I feel men like it's more so men, men advice have also. the audacity and the gall to just <laughs> do it. That's what I right. think it is. It's, well, it's, but yeah. that's what I'm saying is they look for the men's perspective. So they have taken that and said, well, I can do this and I can turn this into a business and make money for it. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, think, I feel what you're saying because less men are probably going to put themselves out there necessarily to consider themselves relationship gurus but like related but unrelated i was reading something they were saying how oh the book i'm reading currently they were saying how like men if they feel like they're like 60 to 80 percent qualified for a job they'll apply for it you right. know off the strength of the, that 80 60 to 80 percent but women we're waiting until we're 100 percent qualified <laughs> for a job before we'll even try so it's like men off break just feel like I'm kind of like, you know, I kind of got what the qualifications right. what I need. So like in this regard, they'll just give advice because they kind of feel like they have a platform. So they're going to give it. Whereas women feel like, oh, I need I need to be all the way together before I can give advice to somebody else. And right. I think mm-hmm. that's probably why to your point, why we see more men giving mm-hmm. relationship advice versus and on bigger platforms. Yeah. Versus women giving relationship advice. Yeah. But I also feel like it's from that initial standpoint of like women being the pacifists in the relationships yeah. mm-hmm. and the, but yeah, I yes. definitely agree. Men, if one thing men gonna have, the audacity. It's the audacity. I mean, right. You know, ooh, going back to that, this made me think about, so the patriarchy with, within the Bible itself is probably why a lot of people do lean on it when you're talking about marriages mm. and weaponizing it in that way if they cheat. So you right? never hear it from a woman's perspective. Right. Like in any capacity, but if there's ever a point that I want to hear from a woman's perspective in the Bible, it's, Probably the marriage part. Also, in the Bible, they had multiple um, spouses. So back to my alternative um, <laughs> relationships. And there you have it. So we're literally going back to biblical cons at this point. Back full circle. 
Yeah. All right, guys. So I feel like we've talked about this a lot. And so we need to give our people some takeaways. So this is where at the point of our show, we usually we affirm someone. So instead of affirming each other, we're going to affirm the one other person that listens to this podcast. Our moms. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So who wants to go first? Are we, let's, um, can we get on the same page this time? Because if I cry again, I'm going to be pissed. Um, are <laughs> we keeping it short or sweet? Are we like, are you, are you going, Sai, yeah. are you going to preach like during the affirmation or not? Speak a word. Speak a word. you the one that's about to give a t-shirt prayer? Oh, Lord. No, I, uh, I was saying <laughs> so I'm doing long. short and sweet. Oh, right. hallelujah. I had no cool. idea we had to be lengthy for these, no. for my mama. All right, go ahead. You go first. Me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I was ready. All right. So I guess my affirmation for the audience would be, man, don't let the patriarchy get you down. You got this. This is a woman's world. These men is, is all here trying girl. to chase and look out for you. And everybody's looking out for you, no matter how much they try to down you. So just my affirmation is, don't worry about nobody else but yourself. You got this. I'm going to go ahead and affirm the vibration of money for everyone that's mm-hmm. listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel oh, like, snaps, especially yeah. during the times of COVID, money can be tight. It can look different. It can be you having a reckoning with your relationship with money. And I'm just affirming that everyone um, is going to have a very positive, open relationship with money you're always receiving money you're always worthy of money you're always deserving of money and you can go get the money but more importantly you can rest on your laurels and still deserve the money all right and it can still come in okay Okay. we go to my apartment going 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 that's relevant but i like it (laughs) mirror mirror it was supposed to be relevant to the podcast i I didn't know that (laughs) I didn't know. We didn't talk about that. It's fine. I just thought it was general affirmation. With what Derek Jackson was doing. All right, let me tie it in. No, no, Um, (laughs) If you married and jobless and decide to leave your man because he don't respect you, the coins will come. Okay? They will flow. The energy of worthiness and deserving is of your pockets because you know your worth in leaving that bad man. Okay, that's my affirmation. Please edit that out. I don't ever want anyone to hear it ever. It's staying. It's definitely staying. No, please. Nope. Edit it out. Well. I think my affirmation kind of ties into what's been spoken, but. From my peers, that is. It's going to tie it in. But um, one that I've actually been thinking of on my own is you are worthy and you are capable. You are worthy of all of the things. You're deserving, like Mm -hmm. Tiffany says. So whatever you desire will come to you. And you are capable. Don't wait until you are 60% or don't wait until you're 100% ready. Mm -hmm. Go get it right now. It's not going to come unless you go get it. So go get your man, go get your money, mm. go get your job, mm. go get whatever it is that go you get desire. Your girl. I always right. leave you out. Go sorry. get your girl. Yes. Go get, go 
How get your this? divorce. I mean, in that order. In that order. In that order. Get your divorce. What? Whatever it is you desire, go get it. Why? Because you are capable. Mm-hmm. Not them desiring divorce, guys. I mean, look. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> For the last terrible affirmation of the evening or morning, whenever you're listening to this, mom. Um, <laughs> so I am affirming for everyone that um, you are deserving of a reciprocal, respectable, loving relationship. Right. And that also, I don't care what anyone tells you, if you aren't happy, if you feel like you've done everything you possibly could do in your relationship, whether that be romantic friendships, family, whatever, it is okay to remove yourself from that situation. You do not have to stay in unhealthy, unhappy relationships for the sake of staying. But I'm speaking love, prosperity. Um, I think Tiffany said the bag, um, capability, and I don't remember your affirmations. I am sorry. It was so long ago. (laughs) I am speaking positivity over everyone listening today. Um, so thank you all for listening to episode two of what keeps us together. Hope you all enjoyed. See you. I don't know what two weeks is that at a rotation. Yep. Yep. Sure. That's right. See you in two weeks. (laughs) Bye. 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 Peace out.